rather you kill me than treat me like this. Please spare me this misery. Welcome to Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. And today we're going to be studying from the book of Exodus, chapter 16, beginning at the sixth verse. And if you would just follow along as I read. And Moses and Aaron said unto all the children of Israel, At even, then ye shall know that the Lord hath brought you out from the land of Egypt. And in the morning, then ye shall see the glory of the Lord, for that he heareth your murmurings against the Lord. And what are we that ye murmur against us? And Moses said, this shall be when the Lord shall give you in the evening flesh to eat and in the morning bread to the full, for that the Lord heareth your murmurings, which ye murmur against him. And what are we? Your murmurings are not against us, but against the Lord. And Moses spake unto Aaron, Say unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, Come near before the Lord, for he hath heard your murmurings. And it came to pass, as Aaron spake unto the whole congregation of the children of Israel, that they looked toward the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel speak unto them, saying, At even ye shall eat flesh, and in the morning ye shall be filled with bread, and ye shall know that I am the Lord your God. And it came to pass that at evening the quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning the dew lay round about the host. And when the dew that lay was gone up, behold, upon the face of the wilderness, there lay a small round thing as small as the hoarfrost on the ground. And when the children of Israel saw it, they said one to another, it is manna, for they wist not what it was. And Moses said unto them, this is the bread which the Lord hath given you to eat. This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded. Gather of it every man according to his eating, and omer for every man according to the number of your persons. Take ye every man for them which are in his tents. And the children of Israel did so, and gathered, some more, some less. And when they did meet it with an omer, he that gathered much had nothing over, and he that gathered little had no lack. They gathered every man according to his eating. And Moses said, let no man leave of it till the morning. Notwithstanding, they hearkened not unto Moses, but some of them left of it until the morning and it bred worms and stank and Moses was wroth with them. And they gathered it every morning, every man according to his eating. And when the sun waxed hot, it melted. And it came to pass that on the sixth day, they gathered twice as much bread, two omers for one man. And all the rulers of the congregation came and told Moses, and he said unto them, this is that which the Lord have said. Tomorrow is the rest of the holy Sabbath unto the Lord. Take that which ye will bake today and see if that ye will see it. And that which remaineth over lay for you to be kept until the morning. 
And they laid it up till the morning, and Moses bade, and it did not stink. Neither was there any worm therein. And Moses said, Eat that today, for today is a Sabbath unto the Lord. Today ye shall not find it in the field. Six days ye shall gather it, but on the seventh day, which is the Sabbath, in it there shall be none. And it came to pass that there went out some of the people on the seventh day for to gather, and they found none. And the Lord said unto Moses, How long refuse ye to keep my commandments and my laws? And I want to take as the subject for today's message from that eighth verse of the 16th chapter of Exodus. Moses said, your murmurings are not against us, but against the Lord. And I want to speak to you today from don't take it personal. Your murmurings are not against us, but against the Lord. The people were constantly complaining about the provisions that God had given them. You you hear murmurings. It is the King James English for complaining. The folk, the chosen people of God, they were constantly complaining about one thing or another. Have you all ever met folk and they just complain about one thing or another? No, no matter what you do, no matter what you provide, they're going to find something wrong. They're going to find something to complain about. Here, the children of Israel, they're seeing miraculous stuff. done. They, they've been chained up and locked up for over 400 years, freed, finally got free. And, and, and they were complaining. One again, Every verse that you read, that almost the word murmurings that they complain. And God said, look, I, I've heard all of your complaining. I've heard all of your belly aching. I've been hearing you just complain and complain and complain and complain and complain. And he said, I've heard it. So first they were they were constantly complaining. And the second, they would not obey. And, And I read all of that long passage of scripture just so you could see everything Moses told them. Half of it, they just wouldn't do. Moses told them, God is going to provide for you. First, they were complaining about the need. God sent down bread from heaven. And Moses told them, look, do not keep this stuff overnight. Whatever you have, don't store it. Just get just enough for you to eat. Do not keep this overnight. Do you think the people listen to Moses? Now, now, people, this is a, can you, there's a, there's a, a movie called Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. It's a kid's movie. But basically, it is about a scientist who creates a weather machine and the, the thing rains food down. It rains. So, so Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, meatballs literally rain from the sky. So food literally rained from the sky. There, there was no question in the people's mind that God's hand was in the midst of this. And there was no question that Moses was delivering the word of God. So here, here the man delivering the word of God, telling the people they're seeing the miracle fall straight from heaven. He said, look, God says, do not store this food up overnight. Do not keep it. Get only enough that you can eat for the day, but don't store any other. Do you, do you think the people listen? Here comes morning. There they had baskets full of food, full of worms and stinking. See, sometimes, 
some of the things in our lives we've got is full of worms and is stinking because we have failed to follow what God has commanded us to do. We tried to do some stuff in our own mind and our own way. We, and then our stuff stinking. Our stuff is rotting. Our stuff has pests and it has a canker worm in it. There, there's some rotten stuff, some infestation. And, and we're wondering, we're trying to blame God. God told you how to do the thing. And we don't do the stuff right. And he will fuss at God because there's some worms and our basket is stinking. And he's told you not to do this stuff. And then Moses told him, he said, look, now on the sixth day, you can store up double because nothing will be. So don't gather on the seventh day because nothing is going to come down. So you store. And, and Moses said, the people still. When Moses told them don't go out to gather, Moses told them nothing was going to come down. The people still went out in the field to gather. They just wouldn't do right. And, and the Bible says that Moses was wroth with the people. Moses was upset. And it had bred worms and stank. And Moses was wroth with them. How long refuse ye to keep? My commandments. Moses said, it is not against us, but it is against the Lord. Don't take it personal. And I believe that Moses took a lot of this stuff personal because it was making Moses just mad. And that's not the only time Moses got mad. Those folk made Moses mad. People, when you're doing what God tells you to do, there will be people who will not do right. They will not be in order. They will not do what you tell them to do, even when you are in rightful authority over them. They will do all kinds of stuff just as they did with Moses. But but I'm here to tell you, don't take it personal. Whenever you are on a divine mission and you are in divine ordination, whenever you're doing something for God and the people don't follow, it's not against you. That's against God. So Moses was trying to tell the people, look, you're all fussing, you're all complaining to me. This not me. I didn't have you out here in this wilderness. Matter of fact, I didn't even want to do it myself. I was I had a stutter. I didn't want to fool with y'all. I told God to get somebody else. So you coming in doing all this complaining to me. I didn't want to do this to start with. So Moses was dealing with all of this stuff, all of these people, and it was it was working on Moses and he was getting angry. And Moses was feeling that the people were just disrespecting and disobeying him. And he finally had to tell, look, this is not against me. This is against God. Whenever you are in divine mission, you will always have people who will not do right. Jesus could not get 12 folk who did right. They wouldn't stay awake. They betrayed him. They, they had all kinds of stuff. Jesus, now, now if Jesus, the son of God, if Jesus, the son of God, could not get just 12 folk right, what makes you think that you, in the mission God has given you, going to get all your folk right? You're going to be just like Moses 
and you will get some people who will not do what you tell them to do. They will not get on the program. They're going to complain about every little thing. If you give them food, if you give them bread, if you give them water, they'll complain that the water not cold enough. You put some ice in there, they'll complain you didn't put enough ice in there. You put enough ice in there, they'll complain, well, it's not filtered water, it's tap water. They're going to complain about some of everything. So it'll be... You have to understand when you are in a mission from God, don't take it personal. When you tell somebody about Jesus, they will criticize you. They'll call you a Jesus freak. They'll call you off. Don't don't take it personal. It's not against you. It's against God. Don't take it personal. And you have to learn in life. Sometimes we get so offended by things. I, I remember when I used to pass out circulars early in the morning. My father had wig stores downtown and he would get us up and we'd be downtown 5, 30, 6 o'clock in the morning before school. And we'd have this stack of circulars to pass out to people. And as soon as they crossed it, the, the uh, light turned green and people would walk across the street. I would be there on the other side handing people circulars, had all of the wig deals and specials on it with the wig stores on it. And some people would just be just rude. I don't want that stuff. Don't give me that. No. I had to learn then not to take it personal. They, it wasn't about me. They just, they, they, some of the people, they were mad about having to get up to go to work. They'd had a bad night. They just left out of the house, had an argument with their spouse. They had all this kind of stuff. They had all, they, they had all these spirits on them. They were just angry with stuff. They could be ticked off. Their nerves were raw. And here a young fella was early in the morning. They walking across the street. They're already mad. They got to get into the office. The boss going to be on their neck. They're probably running late. And now I am with a circle. You have to learn. Not to take it personal. And sometimes, and some of you even, you're in a job or you're in a position where you have to deal with people and people will come in with all kinds of, it's, it's not about you. They're not, they're not mean to you. They're not just trying to curse you out. They got other issues, but sometimes we internalize this stuff and we take this stuff personal. Even if you weren't there, they're going to cuss out whoever is there. You just happen to be there. So don't take it personal. If God had gotten someone other than Moses, they would have murmured to whoever God did get. Don't take it personally. And and sometimes even, even when you hook up with somebody and they do you wrong and leave you. And then you check their history. They've done the last 20 folk wrong and left them. And and you go to feeling, oh, Lord, I guess I'm so, no, don't take it personal. That's not you. They did the same thing all the rest of the folk. So we have to learn not to take things personal. And they, the people just disobeyed and they 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 disobeyed. And And it is interesting, if you read even further about how Moses, it's over in Numbers in the 11th chapter, and as it moves into that 14th verse of that 11th chapter. This is what Moses said. And this is after the people have just given him another big hassle. He says, I am not able to bear all this people alone because it is too heavy for me. In verse 15, 11th chapter of Numbers, you may want to read this yourself because some of you think I'm making this up. He said, and if thou deal thus with me, kill me, I pray thee, out of hand. 
If I have found favor in thy sight and let me not see my wretchedness. Now, let me read that in the NIV. If this is how you're going to treat me, put me to death right now. If I have found favor in your eyes and do not let me face my own ruin. Let me read it in the New Living Translation. I'd rather you kill me than treat me like this. Please spare me this misery. Now, now this is this is Moses who led the children of Israel, the deliverer. This is the man who the people were looking for for 400 years. And here he is in the wilderness with the people, with God's chosen people. And he's, he's looking up to God and saying, look, Lord, if I have to deal with these blakes, I, see, some, see, I got a feeling Moses may have used some language that's not quite King James. Moses was, look, if I have to deal with these blanks one more day, I would, now, now you have to understand, this is Moses. People, that's why you have to understand sometimes whenever God has appointed you a mission and you're going through some stuff. This is Moses. Moses says, if I have to deal with these people, I would rather that you kill me. Now, now that's heavy. Now he's talking to God. Moses has seen God kill folk. He's seen them send down fire and burn them up. He's seen them open up the earth and swallow them. So, so you're not talking, you're not talking to a wimp here. Moses has seen God kill thousands of people. He saw them open, he saw God open up the Red Sea and swallow all of Pharaoh. So, so this is a being who he is talking to, who he has personally seen kill thousands. It's not like I'm talking to my son saying, Ooh, I, I'm just, I'm tired. I just wish I were dead. I'm dealing. No, it's not like, I'm, it's like I'm talking to a man sitting at the helm of a Gatling gun machine gun. And Moses said, I would rather you kill me than deal with these. People don't take this stuff personal. Moses was set with a mission. And, and some of you have missions in life. And it's not necessarily in the church. Some of you have missions in the home. Some of you have missions with a wayward spouse. Some of you have missions that, that you're saying to yourself, Lord, you don't put me in this mission, but these blanks, they are this blank. Sometimes it's just one person, not even two. It's just this blank might drive me crazy. I would rather you kill this relationship than, than have me. I'm tired of this misery. This is Moses, the meekest man in all of the Bible. Lord, just kill me. Then deal with this. Don't take it personal. When God has placed you in a mission, and, and Moses was not able to see the final end. And people, if we were able to see the final end, perhaps we would be better. But, but too often we, we become like Moses when the pressure and when the complaints, when they bear down on us. Don't take it personal. And Moses lost his place in the promised land. You've heard the story of how Moses got angry with the folk again. And God told Moses to speak to the rock to let water flow out because the people were talking about they didn't have enough water. They wanted some water. You give me some water, Moses. I want some water. I'd rather give me. You ain't had no water. You brought me out in this hot desert. I ain't got no water. You done brought me out in this hot desert. You could have left me up there. You ain't got no water. I'm tired of this no water. So, so Moses had just got through dealing with the folk talking about they wanted some water. And God told Moses to speak to the rock 
And Moses took his staff like he had, God had told him before and he smote the rock. And God said because of that, he was not going to let Moses in the promised land. And for the longest, I had believed and I'd heard it preached that the reason Moses was not led into the promised land was because he disobeyed God. He was supposed to speak to the rock, but instead he smoked the rock. And it was not until I was studying for this message that I got a whole new revelation and understanding of why Moses never made it to the promised land. Because he took it personal. Let me tell you what I mean. Let me tell you the other level of taking something personal. This is in the first 12 verses of Numbers 20. Then came the children of Israel, even the whole congregation, into the desert of Zin in the first month. And the people abode in Kadesh. And Miriam died there and was buried there. And there was no water for the congregation, and they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron. And the people chided with Moses and spake, saying, Would God that we had died when our brethren died before the Lord? And why have ye brought up the congregation of the Lord into this wilderness, that we and our cattle should die there? And wherefore have ye made us to come out of Egypt to bring us into this evil place? Is there no place of seed or of figs or of vines or of pomegranates? Neither is there any water to drink. And Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly into the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And they fell upon their faces and the glory of the Lord appeared to them. And the Lord spake unto Moses saying, take the rod and gather thou the assembly together, thou and Aaron thy brother, and speak ye unto the rock before their eyes. And it shall give forth his water and thou shalt bring forth to them water out of the rock and thou shalt give the congregation and their beasts drink. And Moses took the rod from before the Lord as he commanded him. And Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock. And he said unto them, here now ye rebels, must we fetch you water out of this rock? And and Moses lifted up his hand and with his rod, he smote the rock twice and the water came out abundantly and the congregation drank and their beast also. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, because ye believed me not to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore ye shall not bring this congregation into the land which I have given them. And I thought for all of these years, it was because Moses took his rod and smote the rock that he never made it into the promised land. But God told him why. God says, because ye believed me not to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel. And I want to I want to read what Moses told the children of Israel. He said to the children of Israel, hear now, ye rebels. Must we fetch you water out of this rock? Moses took the power personal. Moses couldn't bring a drop of water out of a rock. Moses stood before the people and he said, must we, meaning me and my brother, must we bring you water out of this rock? God says, you're not going into that land because ye believe me not and you did not sanctify me before the congregation. You stood before that congregation and told them, must I bring water out of this rock? And you don't have a drop of power. You can't bring water out of the ocean if it was not without my power. So, so here Moses had taken the power of God personal. You don't have any power. 
All power comes from God. And too often we will do that. God will bless us. And it's not long before we think we got the power. And I understand why this message is particularly important for this ministry. I need to never forget the message of Moses. I need to never be able to stand here and be able to lay hands on people and they become healed or prophesy over people. And and ever for a brief second, think that's me. I need to always make sure and understand that I don't have the power to do anything. All that power comes from God. And I don't ever need to stand before the people and tell about what I'm going to do because it's not me. I cannot take his miracles nor his trials or tribulations personal. That's the power of God. And I think it is what Moses, for an instance, and in all of the exasperation and all of the dealing with the people. And this is what happens sometimes when people start looking to the man for the miracle instead of to God. And when they start looking to the man for the miracle, the man starts gets the impression that it's him. You know, no other man around here have smote a rock and got any water out of it. It's got to be me. I mean, all these other men, about, after I smote that last rock and got that water out, I saw about a hundred other folk coming beating on the rock. And no water would come out of that rock until I smoked the rock. And because the people look at the man as the miracle and they expect the miracle out of the man, the man can get the big head and the man can begin to believe it's him. And he'll stand before the people and says, must we smite this rock for it to bring forth water? No, no, no miracle. No rain. I've even heard some preachers say they the rain maker. Hey, you ain't made a drop of rain. You ain't made a drop of rain. That's God. And when you start taking God's credit, you headed for a fast ride and a hard fall. Don't take it personal. So when people won't obey, they do wrong, they won't follow, don't take that personal. When God gives you the glory, When he gives you the power, when he lets stuff flow through you, don't take it personal. All of this and all of the glory, even the power to get wealth, all of that comes from God. Don't take it personal. And I I truly believe that God has to bring that message before he can elevate us to a level so that we never forget that this is God, not us. And as we begin to see the miraculous, that we never begin to think, look what I or we have done. It's not us. Don't take this stuff personal. This is God. Every breath you take and everything that you are able to do worthwhile in this world is empowered by the spirit and the ability that God has given you. We thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. Amen, amen, and amen. This ends message number 5454 by Nathaniel Bronner Jr. To hear other messages or to send this message number 5454 to a friend, simply go to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This has been message number 5454. Don't take it personal.
Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.